Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast. I am your host, Mike Jezoshek, and today our topic is how do I hire employees in my business? And this is the fifth post in our Starting a Business series, and really this series stemmed from a conversation we had with a brand new business owner. They were completely lost and just did not know where to go. And so we talked to our Facebook group and said, is anybody interested in doing a full series on this? And that's where this came from. So we're talking about just different things along the way that we think a brand new business owner should know. If you're not part of our free Facebook group, go to Facebook now, type in Small Business Tax Secrets, answer a few questions, and join there. Join in on the conversation. I encourage you to ask questions as we continue this series, as we will do a full Q&A session at the end of the series. So when it comes to starting a new business, oftentimes new business owners go solo for quite some time. But that's not always the case. And if you are at the stage where you need to bring some on some help, this episode is going to help you let you know what things you need to be considering. Another thing to think about is that if you go the S-Corp route, which we've talked about before, uh, that if you go the S-Corp route, even if you are solo, you're still required to run payroll to yourself as the owner of the company, so you're going to have to set up this payroll thing. The first question I want to talk about is, do I bring on workers as independent contractors or employees? And this is really the first thing that we need to talk about when, we, when we're looking to bring on a worker because it's oftentimes the most confusing for new business owners. You have to get this part right because the IRS and state agencies take that misclassification very seriously. So, so many business owners think, well, I'm just going to bring on a new worker, a new employee. I'm just going to write them a check at the end of the month and that's it. And while that's a great idea, that is an independent contractor. And so we need to make sure that we're treating our employees correctly because, again, the IRS and state agencies take it very seriously. Now, we're going to do an entire episode on this specific topic, independent contractor versus employees, uh, but we want to touch on this briefly in the meantime as we're talking about this topic. Basically, it comes down to control. Who has control in the relationship? So determining if a worker is an independent contractor or an employee comes down to control. Who has control? And so some basic questions that we use to guide this are, do you determine the hours worked? Do you determine the pay of the worker? Do you provide the worker with the equipment or tools to use to complete the job? Do you tell them what they need to be doing and how they need to do it? Now, if you answered these questions, the majority of the questions with a yes, you more than likely have an employee, not an independent contractor. And I usually say for 85% of the cases out there, it's pretty obvious whether they should be an employee or an independent contractor just based on the relation that you, relationship that you have with them. So I often say, do the sniff test on it. Does it seem like an employee on the surface? Then it probably is. Does it seem like more like an independent contractor on the surface? Then it is that way. Don't be afraid to treat as an independent contractor if that's what they're actually acting as. But if it's an employee, we want to make sure that we're treating them as an employee. Again, some basic questions, and again, it comes down to control. Do you determine the hours worked? Do you determine the pay of the worker? Do you provide the worker with the equipment or tools? And do you tell them what they need to be doing, when they need to be doing it, etc.? If you're answering yes to those questions, it's going to lead more towards an employee 
not an independent contractor. Now, if you do happen to bring someone on as an independent contractor, just be sure that you're grabbing a W-9 from them before they start working. And then you're just going to pay them like normal. There's going to be no payroll tax withholdings or anything like that for an independent contractor. So grab a W-9 from them. You're going to keep that on file so you can send them a 1099 at year end, but then you're just going to pay them as normal, no payroll withholdings or anything like that. Now let's get to the big part. How do I hire employees? Now we had to get that initial part out first because now that we know, okay, we do have employees, we want to know what we need to do with employees. So first things first, and this is just a recommendation I tell any business owner or anybody I talk to about this, do not try to do payroll on your own. There is payroll software out there that makes this so easy. Back in the day, payroll was a huge pain because you manually had to go do it by hand. Um, but now that there's payroll software out there, a good portion of that payroll piece can be automated via the software. So with an employee, there's a few things that you need to do. You need to calculate and withhold payroll taxes. That's federal withholding, state withholding, Social Security, Medicare, etc. You also need to pay, calculate, and pay the employer portion of payroll taxes. So Social Security, there's a Social Security on the employee side and Social Security on the employer side. So you have the taxes you have to pay on the employer side are Social Security, Medicare, uh, federal unemployment, and state unemployment. Now you're also going to need to file tax reports and pay those taxes on a regular basis with both the IRS and state agencies. So you're going to have to file these forms that indicate the payments that you need to make, what payroll you ran, and that's both at the IRS level and the state level. You're going to need to file W-2s at year end, and you're also going to want to get a workers' compensation policy. Now, to make this process simple and easy for you, we recommend using a software called Gusto. It, uh, Gusto is a software that we use internally as well for any clients that we manage payroll for. And Gusto takes care of all that form filing and ensuring that you get your taxes paid. All you need to really do is assist with the initial setup, the onboarding of employees, and then running the actual uh, payroll. So entering in the hours or just pressing the button to run some salary payroll. So when we talk about employees and, and bringing employees on, there's a lot of work involved. We have to get some state numbers. We have to set up payroll. We have to calculate and withhold all these taxes. We have to file these tax forms. We have to file W-2s. There's a lot of work involved with payroll. And that is the number one reason why we recommend using a software. Now, there's, again, a ton of software out there. Our personal preference is Gusto. Uh, within the show notes here, we're going to have a link to a full blog that we did on this topic. And there's links to Gusto and various things in there. So definitely feel free to check those out. Now, so we know kind of whether we have an independent contractor or an employee then once we've decided we have an employee, we know that there's all these taxes that we need to withheld and we need to pay. There's these forms we need to file and things like that. What else should you consider when hiring employees? Now, I could create a list that goes on for days about things that we need to do for employees. But what I really want to do is, is touch on some high-level items to give you a good idea of things that you want to be considering as you look to hire. Or if you already hired, things you want to be considering as you have employees. Number one... Hiring employees can be expensive. You have costs to recruit and find the right talent that you're looking for, and your total cost is not just the salary or the hourly rate that you have for your employee. You have employer taxes over and above that. So a lot of clients say, okay, what, what is a cost over and above their salary to, to bring on an employee? Now we typically say, again, I don't like to give rough numbers on this because it's gonna change for every state, every locality, everything in there, but we typically say, 
the payroll costs over and above the gross amount your employee earns could be 8 to 12%. So as an example, if you bring on an employee for $50,000 a year, your actual cost is going to be $55,000 or more after factoring in those employer items. Now, you may also want to add additional benefits, and that would also increase that cost. This could be health insurance or a retirement account, things like that. Now, with that being said, employees are going to be necessary in a growing business at some point, so this is not meant to deter you from hiring. I just want to make sure that you know what you're getting into ahead of time and not that you're like, where's this tax from? I didn't know about this tax. I want you to know what you're getting ahead into and let that factor into your role of what you're going to pay them and things like that. So by no means would I ever recommend a business owner not to hire somebody. I'm just saying I want you to be aware of what's involved with hiring them but hiring is necessary and good for your business. Piece number two, the most difficult part of payroll is the initial setup. Once you have everything set up in a payroll software, it's actually relatively easy. Now, the initial setup includes ensuring you have an employee identification number. If you're an LLC, a corporation, something like that, you more than likely already have an EIN, but you're gonna need an EIN if you're gonna bring on employees. You need to register for an income tax withholding number with the state. You're going to need to register for an unemployment account number with the state and things like that. Now, every state's going to be different. There's different numbers. They call it different things. So Gusto actually has a list of instructions for every state and what you need to register for. So within that article in the show notes, I have a link to it where you can find, just go to your state and Gusto on their website is going to tell you what you need to apply for and actually give you links to apply for that. Now, once you have all those numbers and everything set up, you entered in the software, you will also need to gather information from the employees. And this includes a Form W-4, an I-9 form. You need to report that new hire to the state. You're going to have personal information, address, social security number, date of birth, things like that, their pay rate, their bank account information. And again, Gusto has an onboarding feature in their software for new employees that basically you enter the employee into the software, you send them an email, and the employee is going to enter the majority of that information. There's still going to be some legwork on your end, but they're going to enter the majority of that information. Most uh, payroll software out there is going to have this option. So again, utilize the technology. Utilize that payroll software. Do not try to do this on your own. Um, Item number three is look up your local laws. Every state has its own laws for hiring, so you want to make sure that you're familiar with your specific state. Things like this could include minimum wage, termination uh, requirements, garnishments, benefits, uh, some poster hanging requirements that some places have, and things like that. So be sure that you're aware of these locally. Another item we want thing is put in the legwork. When we're hiring, we want to make sure we're making the right hire. Learn to attract the right candidates because a bad hire can cost you thousands and tons of money and countless hours. Know what you want and need, and then when you're creating that job or what you want or need, create the perfect job title, create the perfect description, do the perfect candidate search because you know exactly what you're looking for. Do that up front. Don't just say, hey, I'm looking for a contractor. You're going to get a ton of different things. If you have more specific about what you're looking for, do that up front, and it's going to make that job search much easier. Uh, A big one is creating standard operating procedures ahead of time so it's easy to transition some of that work to someone new. This was huge in my career. Uh, as, I, as, as our businesses started to grow, we wanted to get some things off of my plate, move it on to others. But those people, you know, I've been doing this for years, so I know exactly how to do it. When other, come, other people come in to take that off my plate, 
they might not be as aware. So we create standard operating procedures, as some people call them SOPs. These are just basically instructions of how to do a specific task. Do these things ahead of time. Do that legwork so it's easy to transition your work when you bring on that new person. And finally, on this, on this point, is trust your employees to take care of what you are hiring them to do. That's going to allow you to step away from that task. I see so many business owners that cannot trust their employees, and therefore, hiring actually makes their job more stressful. You know, they hire someone to take care of their accounting, but they don't trust that person to hire. So now they're just doing their accounting anyways, or they're double-checking everything, or they're trying to find pick. I say this in experience. Learn to trust your employees. If you don't trust your employees, that means that you need to do better on the upfront hiring process to ensure that anyone that walks into your company you can trust. Um, the final thing I want to talk about is hiring out of state. Hiring out of state is fine, it just adds some complexities. Good talent is not always going to be right next door. So sometimes you're going to have to go outside of your state to find the right talent, and that's okay as long as you know some of those complexities up front. If you find a good team member out of state, you're just going to need to register for all those state numbers in that new state as well. So we talked about that uh, withholding number, that income tax withholding number, that unemployment number. We're going to have to file for all those same numbers in whatever state we're hiring in now. You may also need to file as a foreign entity in that new state that you're hiring out of. So again, nothing wrong with uh, hiring employees out of state. just adds a little bit of complexities. Um, and sometimes that's, that's worth it for some of the talent that you can get. So just wanted to kind of recap what we've talked about. Um, when we bring on a worker, we need to understand are they an independent contractor or an employee. Most of that's going to come down to control. Who controls the hours? Who controls the pay? Who, control, who owns the tools? Who controls what needs to be done? I always just say, do the, do the sniff test. Do the gut test. Does it seem like an employee on the surface? If you talk to everybody, you explain this person that's working for you, do they always just seem like an employee? If so, it's probably an employee. If it's an independent contractor, you just need to grab a W-9 from them. And then you just, and we always say grab that W-9 before they start working because it can be tough to get a W-9 after the fact. So if it's an independent contractor, grab that W-9 from them and then just pay them like normal. There's going to be no payroll tax withholdings. But if it is an employee, there's some legwork that we need to do. And so that's where we talk about what you need to do with an employee. You need to calculate and withhold payroll taxes. So federal withholding, state withholding, Social Security, Medicare. You need to calculate and pay the employer portion of those taxes as well as federal unemployment, state unemployment. You need to file quarterly or monthly or semi-weekly sometimes tax reports with both the IRS and state and pay those taxes on a regular basis. You need to file W-2s at your end and you also need to get a workers' compensation policy. So there's a lot of legwork that needs to be done if you determine, yes, this is an employee relationship. That's why we always recommend using a software. Um, our fa personal favorite is called Gusto. Um, we'll have a link in the show notes to an article we have that you can read up on Gusto as well. And then finally, when you're considering hiring employees, hiring employees can be expensive. We typically say that payroll costs over and above the gross amount your employee earns could be 8 to 12%. So you bring on an employee for 50000 you might have employer costs of 55000 And if you add additional benefits like health insurance or retirement, that's going to be added on to that. So employees can be expensive. But with that being said, 
they're necessary and don't be afraid of that just know what you're getting into ahead of time and factor that into the offer that you're going to make uh, the most difficult part of payroll is the initial setup you have that registering of withholding numbers with the state and unemployment account numbers with the state and everything like that and gathering employee information from your employees um, again there's a link in the show notes to a to a blog post on our site where you can grab a list of instructions for each state and what what exactly you need to register for um, and as far as employee onboarding gusto or pretty much any payroll software out there likely is going to have much of that automated for you um, finally look up your local state laws making sure look up your local laws making sure that you're following the knows correctly, put in the legwork, learn to attract the right candidates at the beginning, um, create some standard operating procedures ahead of time so it's easier for that new employee to come into your business, and just trust your employees. If you did the, the right steps at the beginning to bring in the right employee, you should be able to trust them. And again, finally, hiring out of state is fine. It just adds some complexities. So hopefully this was helpful, and it's just another thing that you can get handled on this journey of being a business owner. I also want to direct you to a guide that Gusto put together called Everything You Need to Know About in Hiring Employees for Your Small Business. So they're going to take a lot of what we talked about today and just dive into this more detail. On our blog, we have a link to that as well. Finally, I highly recommend that you sign up for our tax minimization program with stress-free bookkeeping training. Is not only do you get a bunch of in-depth training, templates, group coaching that we do, but you also have unlimited access to our team for general tax, accounting, payroll questions. So how sweet would it be to have an accounting professional here on your side doing this journey with you for any questions that pop up along this way? So join our tax minimization program, taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax, $99 a month for the a bunch of training, a bunch of content, group training, as well as the knowing that you can reach out to us for general tax and accounting questions whenever you need to. It's a great option for you. Finally, last thing I want to talk about is the promotion that we're running. So we're running a quick promo, uh, which will be include a year subscription to the tax minimization program, as well as our Stay Humble, Hustle Hard t-shirt and sticker set. Pretty easy to enter. All you need to do is leave a review for our podcast on Apple Podcast, share our podcast on social media, and email us a screenshot proof of that. Just email it to ask at taxsavingspodcast.com. Email a screenshot proof. The random winner is going to be chosen on August 16th. So do that now. Take some time now to get that out of the way. Guys, I want to thank you for listening to another episode. We're going to continue our starting a business series as we dive deeper into things that we think you should know as you're starting a new business. Thanks again for listening. Join our free Facebook group. Ask questions in there of what you have questions along for this series so that we can continue to answer those and include them at our end of series episode where we do a Q&A session. Thanks again for listening, and I will see you next week. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other business owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.